How's it going? Good. Awesome. What do we got? Explosion is the proper term, but but the offense Sunday up in Green Bay was part of that a, re, uh, a, a a result of Godwin playing more slot. Uh, not really. You know, he's been playing a good mix of it. You know, throughout. I think um, really what you saw was the guy the guys all together collectively from the front to the receivers to the quarterback just really buying into the details of what we're trying to do. Um, I think we talked about it last week. You know, just spending a little bit more time. Um, detailing out some of those past game uh, things that we've been trying to get going for a while now, you know, but it was, um, you know, at the beginning of the season, you know, my sell to them was, guys, there's going to be a game and you're going to feel it where the run game's going, we're efficient on third down, making some of those, working in the red zone, and that was that game that it all came together and I was just really proud of um, the lumps we've taken, the challenges that we've faced, um, continuing to come back on Mondays and Tuesdays and and really work through those issues and for it to all come together in a, in a really cool environment. And my first win in Green Bay, you know, of my career was, it was, uh, it was really amazing, just the feeling of it. How big is that for them to feel that? In other words, you know, you go out there Sunday and it doesn't look good and, and you're kind of back to square one, but like, what does it mean to a team to actually see this is how it's supposed to look and feel? Yeah, I think it's the standard, you know, for our guys, the standard of execution um, and performance and, um, for them to see that this is what's in us, this is what's out there for us when we're all on the same page, we're running crisp routes um, all across the board, you know, guys contributing from different spots, you know, um, even Demo just kind of making some plays for us there. So I, I think really important, you know, for the guys to believe that, you know, it's, it's a different feeling where, you know, at times it's felt like the guys are waiting for the bottom to fall out, kind of waiting for the, the next shoe to drop, you know, and where we don't need to think that way. We need, let's think about the, how good can we become, you know, not worrying about the bad things that can happen, but how great can we be? And it's all, this, it's all just a, a testament to the hard work put in, you know, for, by the full group. Um, so really a good feeling. David, in your eyes, what did Baker specifically do well that led to just a, a really special performance in Lambeau? Um, poise, you know, we had the uh, sack fumble on the second drive. Um, and, you know, in that situation, we give up a touchdown. We, we, you know, spot him seven points right there. But for him, you know, he's throughout the season, we've, we've had these really difficult games that have happened to us or get behind in scores. And to see him just continue to believe, um, continue to just go right back to work, right back to the surface. All right, what's it looking like? Um, it's just another, another example of that for him is just staying the course. Um, but I really think the story, Baker, yes, fantastic game. But I really think the story is the group doing right together. The receivers being where they're supposed to be, the, the tight ends, you know, in their, in their blocking or whether it's the route assignments, um, just all of it coming together. And, um, you know, with, with all the variety of the different things we can do, you know, there is a lot of learning and a lot of detail that goes in and feel. So I think it was just a group thing. There's been a lot of praise since Sunday from back to nose types about yeah. the Rashad White touchdown. Yeah. Uh, the creativity of the play, not just the, the execution, but the concept of it. Yeah. What do you like about that play and why did it work so well?
you know, it was just kind of, it, it met the perfect look for what they were running um, and the coverage we wanted to attack with the play. So I think it was just kind of one of those situations where I've had a few other calls in different games where I might have tried to get to a great call a little bit too early before the appropriate place. Um, so that's me learning and growing and being patient to see, hey, they're doing it. Okay, let's attack it with this play that we've been practicing really for a long time out of different looks. Um, but yeah, it was it was the timing of it. And then, of course, just the timing and the throw, the landmark of Rashad. You know, I think there was four guys open on that play. You know, Baker could have kind of gone anywhere with the ball um, on that one. So um, I was I was really excited that we got that one right in that right situation um, where we could attack the coverage they were going to be in. White. Um, yeah. Is it, a, is it a stretch, Dave, to suggest that he might be the best pass catching back in the league uh, at this point in terms of his hands, making the first guy miss the routes? Um, he's, he's exceptional at it. Yeah, I don't think it's a stretch at all. You know, I think if you look at his, um, the way that we've really, for me, it's, it's about becoming who our guys are. And, and Rashad has taught us a lot about who he is in the run game, who he is in the pass game. Um, and he's just a really reliable target. You know, he's, he's a weapon. You know, he really is just his body control to the catch. That's a big one there, you know. And, of course, you talked about his hands. Um, but, yeah, his, his consistent production, I know we didn't have the rush yards for him earlier in the season. But then, you know, as we've gotten the run game going, then he always, pairs, he always throws in his 50-plus yards of receiving on it where it really does put him in the top echelon of backs as far as being that multifaceted, multipurpose back. How about for you now, like where you are, you, you've been telling us that you know, it's been a learning experience, Yeah. calling the plays, getting to know everybody, but where you're at now, how much more confident are you? Yeah, I do. I, I feel really confident. And honestly, the, the thing that I have at my disposal is I got to talk about my staff. I got to talk about, you know, Goody. You, you want to you talk about the run game? It all starts with Goody. Nobody works harder through the weekend, prepping for the following week. Um, seeing what calls we're making in those games. Are these the right block combos for my guys? Um, really detailing it out for what, what style of runs is best for Rashad and for Chase. Um, what, how can I put the tight ends in good situations leverage-wise? Um, and I can't say enough for the job that he's done really to get this run game going. And then I have confidence to call it. And then we've gotten a really good rhythm during the game of, Goody and Joe talk together, and then Goody goes to the group, to the line. He's talking to them. Joe and I have our little, you know, period during, in between the, you know, on the defensive series where he says, hey, it's these next three runs. These are the ones we like right now. So that communication is huge. Brad giving me, hey, it's, it's this kind of day on third down. Or it's what we thought it was going to be. Um, Thad, you know, just the red zone designs. Uh, really, like, I got to mention Jeff Castle. I know I'm talking about everybody, but. I got to mention Jeff Castle, who really is our, he's our empty, quick game, first and second down, drop back attack, you know, different personnels, trying to give movement and variety, getting Mike and Chris into spots, getting Rashad into spots, and um, a lot of Jeff plays really showed up on, on game day, and so then it becomes about taking in that information and then being able to just utilize it, you know, in the flow of the game based on why, what's my earn first look like, what does P and 10 look like, are we too much run, too much pass here? So it's just a real a collective group um, giving me great information that I feel so confident about just calling the next plays and, and staying on track. Just one, just one more. i got to ask you about 85-year-old Tom Moore because yeah. I know he's an offensive senior consultant. Yeah. But he 
he was out there working one-on-one -on -one with Rashad today yeah. and Edmonds and actually playing like defense. Yeah, and that's, I know, I was watching it too while we were doing our QB drills. But I think that's the fantastic part about Tom is he has one-on-one -on -one moments with all of us, whether it's the staff, myself included, just in terms of the rhythm of calling plays, the feel of it, you know, um, the belief. At the end of the day, you got to believe in what you call, you know, and so he's got these one-on-ones where he just kind of, you know, goes around and, and has these touch points of things that need a little help, that need a little sharpening, Need a little bit more detail work, you know, and and he always finishes with just a suggestion, you know. But for me, it's been like a hundred percent deal now. When he brings something up, he goes, "Hey, just a suggestion." And I'm like, "All right, we're doing this, so we'll make sure we'll get that worked into, you know, the practice." So uh, on Sunday, you had four different touchdowns to four different players in the offense. As an offensive coordinator, you know, seeing that, how does that make you feel? Your game plan and how how dangerous can that make the offense if you were able to facilitate through so many players? I mean, that's, that's what's key, right? That's what we've talked about here is those, those other players. Like we know, everybody knows, right? Mike's the feature. And so as teams deploy things to them, everybody else opens up. Baker sees those things when they push it. You know, talk about a uh, 24-yard catch to Chris Godwin. Mike's doubled on the left side where an empty, right? And then uh, Chris runs a stick knot on the backside, kind of in the middle of the field. Classic example right there of Baker seeing its push coverage over here. Here comes my, my secondary route, which was Chris on that one, and just finishing it in the rhythm. And then, of course, the protection all coming together that way. So I, I was really excited about that. You were around Gino last year, obviously. Yeah. They're not the same guys, right? But, yeah. but you know, Gino was, you know, they wrote me off. I didn't write back. Yeah. Baker's been through his things. Do you see parallels in that, that Baker has, there's three games left, but ha has reestablished himself as a bona fide starter in this league and that, you know, this is what he can do? Absolutely. Uh, a lot of parallels there. Um, and, and it really speaks to the character of those two guys, uh, the belief in themselves, the belief in their abilities, um, the people around them who are speaking life into them, you know, and, um, and while I know some people might use negative um, narratives to help fuel them, you know, I think though both of those guys are aware of those things. And so they both have that real chip on their shoulder. Those are, you love having guys in that type of a position who can handle that. Some guys can't handle that, you know, and so, and that's part of it, but it's not the whole story, you know, the, the whole story is their belief in themselves, you know, and, and, and then for me, I just kind of come alongside and try to reaffirm who they are, reaffirm the bigger picture of who they are outside of, outside of the lines, you know, and because I truly believe that as you strengthen as a person, as your character is strengthened, then everything else doesn't shake you as much, you know, um, and then of course, just pairing it up with guys. You're both veteran quarterbacks, speaking to them the same way. You've seen every coverage. You've seen every pass concept with the different coordinators you've been with. So don't make it harder than it needs to be. You know, just trust what you see. Be confident on that back foot. Back foot tells a whole, whole story about what it was. You see Baker last week, he's solid and confident on that back foot. The ball's coming out. And that's the same thing with, that Gino was, was doing while we were in Seattle. You know, so, so both guys, yeah, very much so um, have that similar attribute there. Dave and I had heard from a couple of players Sunday night that the initial game plan was to pound the ball. There were some mine. And that you decided to open it up because the plays were there. Yeah. Was that something you came across? Or were the players coming off the field saying, hey, I'm open, this is available? How'd that turn, how, how'd that yeah. transform? I, I, I never really go into a game saying, we're going to pound the rock or saying, hey, we're going to spread it out. 
and rip them. I try to go into the game and say, what are they giving us today? And then, you know, this was going back to Pete, you know, the way that he trained me. He was like, you know, we were always known as a running team, you know, playing good defense and a running team. But for him, he was never telling our coordinators like, hey, you got to establish the run. That was never his message. He was like, I don't care about that. Score points, you know, take what they're giving you. And the guys that I respect around the league, you know, I don't want to start rattling names because I'll miss somebody, but the guys that I watch and that I respect around the league, that's what they do. You know, and if it's a day where we're moving them up front, the backs aren't getting tackled and we're getting sixes and sevens early, man, it's going to be a good running day. You know, and if it's a day where, you know, their defense is a little bit off in their coverages and guys are getting open, the quarterback's in rhythm, our protection looks great, man, we can go attack them in the pass game and get yards and points. So I try to approach it that way. Um, but I'm glad the guys were fired up about trying to get after them in the run game. Um, that's the that's the attitude we want, you know. What kind of difference has Stenny made at left guard uh, Davis, particularly in the run game? You know, I thought Matt was doing a great job early on. You know, he's a, um, he's a massive man. You know, he was doing a great job getting guys covered up, getting some movement over there with Tristan. And um, but Stenny came in and he showed he's got power too. You know, I go back to the Buffalo game; he's really moving guys off the spot there. Um, and I think that he and Tristan are still learning how to play with each other over there, uh, still getting that chemistry going. I, I know it's been weeks here, but it does take time, you know, passing off, you know, stunts in the past game and different things. Um, but Stinney's done a fantastic job, and he is a really good athlete as well, you know. So getting him out in space on screens, as well as having Cody and, uh, and Hainsey, you know, does give us um, some ability to get the ball on the perimeter and run a little bit. What does it mean to have Yeah. It's kind of, you know, you have some talented young guys, right? Mike and Chris, and then it's yeah. guys getting their first bite of the apple. But that, to have that third receiver who has that experience, it's played in your system, to come up, is that sort of like the other piece here that would really complement what you're doing? It really does help. You know, I, I think that Trey has a whole other set of skills that he brings. Mike's touchdown, for example, Trey's 100 miles an hour going across the field. He's probably got a touchdown on that play as well. And his speed and what he does does open things up. And then Demo, you know, the the familiarity I have with him, but also just a great story of a guy who, you know, for two years really struggled, bounced around a couple of places when he left Seattle and had a hard time really finding a home. Um, but, I mean, that's something that was near and dear to my heart. You know, I was the receivers coach. We drafted him in the seventh round out of East Central Oklahoma. And um, to watch his growth as a young player and now – you talk about a positive guy, not just a football player. I mean, that was a fantastic. You see what he can do after the catch. Um, but really just as a, as a man for our group, even during the stretch where we had lost four, six out of seven, he was a, a steady, constant smile. He was checking in on guys. He just like floated around and, and really is a connector. Um, so it's bigger than that. And I think that comes from his just knowing like his gratitude for just having another place where he gets a chance. Um, and I was so happy for him, Green Bay being one of the spots that, you know, had him for a while and just didn't want him, you know. So that, that was a special moment and a really scary moment, almost getting the ball punched out. And almost all of us were about to strangle him on the sideline there. But, um, but I was really happy. My wife, Lizzie, was happy for him, too. Just that's one of her guys, too, you know. So it was a special moment. Dave, did you get to see Pete Carroll's uh, post-game celebration, uh, the way he was dancing around out there like uh, Michael Jackson at his age? Well, I've seen it live, you know, a, a, a bunch of times. So I, I didn't get to see that one. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's just so full of life, you know, and, and he wants the best for his team and for them to, you know, to really, you know, get that one after having a four-game, 
you know, skid right there was huge. So I'm, I'm happy for those guys for sure. And Drew Locke too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just another great story. You know, I, that's the thing. Like, I think all of you can agree. Like, I get so I, – I fall in love with these stories, you know, of guys who have to go through hard things but continue to believe. You talk about Drew coming back – coming from Denver to us, you know, in this crazy trade, you know, and competing for the job. Um, but really, like, just – being able to like find the joy and the love for football again, you know, where, um, where they enjoy coming to work, they enjoy being in the meeting rooms and that stuff's special to me, those types of stories. Um, and that's like one of the biggest reasons I'm in it for, you know, and, and here we are, we got our own story going on, you know, with this group, with this team, um, you know, and at this, while we don't, we try not to pay attention to the, to the headlines and the, and the, the narratives that are being created for our team, as Coach Bowles always says, we want to try to create our own narrative at the same time. You can't avoid hearing those things and to feel a group who just continue to work through adversity, work through challenges. Um, another great story, you know, um, happening right here. And I know we got a lot of ball left um, and we got to focus on this week, but um, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really grateful to be a part of it. How about your story? How about the fact that a lot of people that interviewed for this job did not take it for one reason or another? And, you know, with, with an uncertain quarterback situation, Performance out there—that's—that's that's what you need, right? It's validation for the guys, for yourself, for everybody, right? I mean, that's what you're going to work for. Absolutely. Like first and foremost, you know, I want, I want to make Coach Bowles proud. You know, I want to make him right. Excuse me. Um. You know, just uh, just a guy who believed in me. You know, gave me a shot, and so for me, it's about just—it's about grinding, working hard, and trying to prove him right. You know, and Jason Light too, and uh, the whole group. You know, it's just um. It's, uh, it means a lot to me. It's important. Um, and so, you know, as, as we approach every week and as I challenge the guys, you know, it's, the other part of it is I want to build something that they can be proud of. I want to build something that, um, that guys can say, this is who we are. This is the Bucks." And we've had a couple of, of those statement games. And throughout the whole thing, it's been great finishes. You know, even when the games were way out of reach, you know, the guys never quit. Um, but those are the things that really drive me, you know, is – is um, to know that we all we all have this chance, and I can't help but see the best in. So when I came here for the interview, and I see this roster, and I see the name still in place, and I'm like, okay, we just got to find some people to develop, to grow with this thing. Um, the flip side of it is, when I look at every defense we play, here we go again with the Jags. I also see the best in those groups, and I can't I can't think of a week where I feel just amazing going into the game plan. Like guys, we got this one. You know, it's, it's that same mentality, like, gosh, they got a lot of fantastic players. If they play to their potential, guys, we got our hands full today. Um, so it works both ways. Um, but, yeah, it, it means a lot. How yeah. much support did you get in this building, Dave, during the skid, during that 6 out of 7 skid? So much. Just especially from guys like Coach Moore, uh, Keith Armstrong, Nick Rapone, of course, Todd, um, Goody, Joe, all the guys who have been around a long time, you know, and um, and Nick Rapone, he told he told me a story, you know, he said uh, he was a he was a head coach. They went one and thirteen. It's like I'm calling my same defense. We were like one of the worst defenses in the league. He said came back the next year. I was a defensive coordinator at Delaware, I think it was, and they went uh, thirteen and one, just in a year. He was like same defensive calls, same scheme. He was like bottom line is don't change. 
It was, it was during a special teams period. He walked over. He said, don't change. Be you. Don't change. You got to evolve. You got to grow. But don't change. And so those things meant the world to me, first-time coordinator. And I'm starting to, okay, what's going on here? Do I really have it? And they're like, don't change. Just stay the course, you know. And so that's, that really helped encourage me, too. Okay. Thank you. Good? Thank you. Thank you.